Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. God is so good, and I do feel His presence here tonight. And not only His presence, but His glory. His great glory is upon us, amen, tonight, and uh, we need it, we need it, and I just uh, feel such a, um, the spirit of uh, edification, the spirit of uplifting, and I just want to say thank you so much to the worship team, amen, for putting that together, tremendous songs, and uh, it pleased the Lord, praise God, amen, amen, so great to be together tonight. Uh, tonight we'll uh, have the word, we will uh, pray together, and then parents, if you could please pick up your children somewhere between 7.50 p.m. and 7.59 p.m., and then we will begin our business meeting at 8 p.m., amen. We try to get as many uses out of our Wednesday night and Sunday morning gatherings around here, and we probably got to practice or something after <laughs> business meeting, and no telling what else after that too, right, but uh, Amen. Thank you so much for believing in the Life Church. Thank you so much for uh, just trusting God and what He's doing in this time and season. What a uh, wonderful touch of the Lord was with us this past Sunday. I had uh, two people tell me, amen, they are witnesses of an angelic presence that came down, amen, this past Sunday. Bishop preached that tremendous word, the last sermon. Just so you know, that is not his last sermon, okay? Just just to be clear. But uh, I got to tell you something about our bishop. Um, I was, you know, when we were getting ready for to build a, the Children's Wing expansion, I was back in there and uh, discovered a bunch of boxes, and I opened them up, and I saw files and files and files full of yellow legal pad notes, I thought, what is this? And I opened it up and I found some of Bishop's handwritten sermons from the 90s. And uh, I started looking through them and I thought, you know what? I'm going to get up next time and just say, God showed me something. So if you see, I'm telling on myself, if you see any yellow notes up here. But I got to tell you, some phenomenal messages like unprecedented faith back in the 90s took us to another level. And a great message is like I've been saved all day. And uh, I just thank God for the great word that has been preached across this pulpit from our bishops, so many other ministers. Amen. The word of God is what is keeping us strong. It's keeping us alive and keeping us moving. And I just thank God, amen, for the touch of God that is upon our church in this time of transition, the process we're going through. And it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Amen. The future is so bright. Amen. We've got a great past. We've got a great present. We've got a great future. Amen. And God is going to help us to continue to prevail. And a week ago, Pastor Nathan preached a tremendous word, a great prayer for your tomorrow. A great prayer for your tomorrow. And something that I've just been seeing happening at the church, uh, granted God does so many things for so many different individuals on Sundays and on Wednesdays, but one thing I've noticed, Sunday has its way of really ministering to the moment. Now, obviously, what happens Sundays, you know, you can carry it with you the rest of your life. 
But I've noticed something just what the Spirit has been doing upon all of the speakers that preach on midweek service. It's usually something that you can take with you, not only be blessed here, but something you can take with you to your car. And you can take it with you home and you can take it to work. And I believe God has been using midweek service to really equip us and to help us to understand just exactly what your spirituality can do for you, what your Bible can do for you, and what God wants to do for you. And if you will just gain wisdom and gain understanding and gain knowledge in what is presented over this pulpit in midweek worship, amen, God will take the aspects of your life to another level. And what I mean by this, it means many things, but for instance, you ought to be able to look at your car and say, God gave me that car and this is how he did it. That's my house and I got it this way and this is how God did it. This is my job and this is how God did it. And what you're learning is having God in all aspects of your life. And it's going to be so real and so powerful that your friends and your family are going to say, tell me about this God that you serve because I want to have the life that you have. Amen. God is doing great things here on Midweek. Tonight's subject is how we know we can win. How we know we can win. Book of 1 Samuel chapter number 17 Again, reading at verse 33, And Saul said to David, You are not able to go up against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. Amen. How we know we can win. This is not a message, this is not a passage on how to win, but rather the idea on how you know you can win. It seems like ever since COVID-19, it has been very difficult for me to manage and track time. If you're not careful, the days can get away from you because certain things out there in our economy and businesses, things are slow uh, you've got to wait in line, you've got to do this and that, things are getting, you know, done up wrong, and, you know, I'm trying to have as much patience as I can with all of the industries here in America and things like that, but I'm the type of person, if I feel like I'm not getting it done, I feel like I'm not advancing, I'm actually experiencing a lot of loss. I feel like if I don't feel a supercharge in my spirit, and I feel like I don't have all of my to-do list crossed off. I feel like I am losing, but I'm realizing that is just a trick of the enemy to make us feel like we're in a season of loss. But as you've heard Bishop said, some of the greatest reports of a sacrificial giving have happened during this pandemic, during this time of uh, rumors of war. And I've just come to tell you, God wants to give the church of the living God some wins, some big, big 
wins. While this world is going down, the church is going up. While this world is falling apart, the church is the place to get it put back together. Amen. And if you will trust this God and believe this God and look to his word, amen, with every situation you face, amen, God will help you have the confidence to know that you can win the battle you are up against. Praise the Lord. And in this passage, Saul said, David, you're too young. And this giant's a man, and he's huge. He's large. He's got great armor. You don't have nothing. And David said, oh, my king, I know I can take him. And he mentions three things to the king. I've killed lions and I've killed bears. And not only that, but this giant has defied the armies of the living God. And he goes back to the lion and the bear. He said, if the Lord delivered me from the paw of the lion and the bear, he can deliver me from this Philistine. And right there, you have a very good list right in the Bible of how you know you can win. And when you're faced with an opposition and you're going to come up against them in your life, all those oppositions won't disappear until we're up in heaven when the Lord puts all enemies under his feet, including death. But until this time, you read it in your Bible, Adam and Eve had to fight up against an opposition. Abraham had opposition. Isaac, Jacob, all of the kings, all of the prophets, even Jesus himself and all of the disciples had to come up against opposition. And sometimes it may feel like a loss, but it's all for God's glory. And everything is working together for our good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. But you're going to be facing some things in your life, challenges in your personal life, and even us as a church. And we're going to sit here wondering, can we really take on this enemy? And I believe through this passage, there are three signs to look for to know that you can win, that we can win. Number one. Look at your past victories. Number two, look to the word of God. And number three, knowing that God is going to deliver you or help you in a time of trouble. Amen. David's a shepherd out there in the desert in the Middle East at that time. And there were lions and bears everywhere. Now they're primarily extinct in that part of the world, but in the time of of David in the time of Israel, you read your Bible, even God told Israel, I won't completely get rid of all your enemies, all of mankind, the Canaanites, because if I do, it will cause a great increase of lions and bears. It was all of God, part of God's plan. But David, as a shepherd, from time to time, lions and bears would come up and take a little lamb from the flock. And David, with a sling and a stone and a rod and a staff, would go after those beasts, those lions, those bears, those predators, and through his shepherd weapons would save those sheep. Even at times, lion and bears would come against him, and he said, my technique was I would grab it by the beard and then strike it. David's idea is if I can take on a lion and a bear, I can take on a giant. Now, I know that's kind of far out for some of us because most of us, if you looked down and saw a spider crawling under by your feet, a lot of you would be jumping up and down, right? Or a snake come through. You think about that, a lion and a bear, that is tough. But David said, if I can take on the lion and the bear, I can take on a giant. That's how I know that I can win. This works in life. Pardon the carnal illness. Actually, you know what? Don't pardon it. You might as well talk about it. Back in 2020, the Chiefs were down in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. And then all of a sudden, the touchdowns started coming. 
And just this past Sunday, we were down quite a bit. It wasn't looking good, but I can just imagine Coach Reed in there saying, guys, this happened in 2020. We're in it right now. If we came back and won in 2020, we're going to come back win here in 2023, and we did it. Amen. With the help of Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not even going to throw God in the mix of all of that. But that's how you got to think sometimes in battle. Looking at the past struggles and the past victories that you had. And if you can do it then, you can do it now, praise the Lord. I'm talking to somebody, maybe you are sick in body. And you're wondering, am I ever going to get over this sickness? My friend, if God did it for you back then, if he touched your body in the past, amen, he can do it again here tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are struggling right now with your employment, Think about the time God gave you a job in the past or gave you a promotion in the past. If you are susceptible to miracles like that in the past, they can be right here in the present and they can be right there for you in the future. Hallelujah. Amen. Never forget the battles that God helped you win in the past. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We've got uh, differences of opinion in this church and I hope I don't offend anybody. If I do, I'm sorry. But from time to time, I like to shoot guns, okay? You wanna, <laughs> I want to tell you the story about the first time I ever shot a handgun. My dad and I were in uh, the state of Ohio. I was 14 years old, and my dad was preaching a special service for uh, Brother Norman Pasley. And Brother Pasley said, uh, Brother Gleason, Justin, there's a man in our church. He's got some nice property outside of the city. He's got a lot of woods, and he's got four-wheelers, and he's got guns. You want to go have a good time? And I said, sign me up. Let's go. And so we rode the four-wheelers all throughout the trails, had so much fun, and then when it was all over, it was time to bring out the guns. I never shot a handgun in my life. All I'd ever shot was water guns (laughs) and Nerf guns, and from time to time, a little piece of paper and a rubber band, you know, that. And this guy says, I want to try out my new pistol, and he pulls out a Desert Eagle, a 50 caliber handgun, and he says, Justin, you want to try it? I acted like I knew exactly what I was doing. Until Dad stepped in and said, uh, you, better, you, better, you better keep an eye on him and show him exactly what to do. But in my mind, I thought if I could shoot a water gun, it's got a trigger. It's got sights. I can do this. And my little 14-year-old hands held up that big old 50 caliber and pointed it right at the target. Shot once, missed. Shot twice, missed. I unloaded that magazine and never hit the target. But bless God, I shot my first gun and acted like I knew what I was doing. (laughs) I know that's a joke. I know that's a silly story. But my friend, the principle of it is so true. Maybe the things you went through when you were a kid or a teenager in your early 20s were setting you up for greater battles that you would one day fight in your adult years. 
I'm sure David sometimes wondered, I wish I didn't have to take care of these sheep. I wish I was off in the army like one of my big brothers. Little did he know that God was preparing him with those little victories by taking care of those sheep and loving that flock and driving out the lions and the bears that one day a mighty giant would raise up his voice and open up his mouth, not against the sheep, but against the sheep of God, the armies of Israel, and defy the living God. And David would take his old battles as a child and take him into his adult life to take down giants, to take down cities, to take down the enemies of the Lord. I've come to tell you, your battles that you won in the past, amen, are an echo to the battles you are going to win in the future. David loved the word of God. And I've got a theory. He fell in love with the word of God as his family would go to the tabernacle year after year and hearing the priest teach and watching what would happen in the tabernacle. And I'm sure as the priest would get up and read the law that he would have heard what was written in the book of Leviticus chapter number 24. Whoever speaks a word of blasphemy against the name of the Lord shall be put to death by stoning even a stranger. You know, David could have used the rod against the giant. He could have used the staff against the giant. But I would like to think he took the word of the Lord literally, that anybody who blasphemies the God of heaven or the people of God, they shall be stoned. That's why he picked up five smooth stones and had them right there in that pouch. He was ready to take on the giant, amen, because of the word of the Lord. And God gave him the victory that day because he trusted The word of the Lord. Amen. And David knew that the Lord would deliver him. Just as he delivered him from the lions and the bears, so should he deliver him from this giant. Amen. If the musicians would please come back or just Brother Larmy or somebody. Our church has had great victories in the past. We have won many battles when we were up against it trying to fulfill God's word, trying to make a vision come to pass. Our church, we knew that 40th and Harrison was not our future home, and we sold that to a different style of church. God sent us supernaturally a buyer. Our old building at 720 South Richmond. Some of you have heard Bishop tell this story before we ever even really put the church on the market or ever really publicized it. We just kind of simply casted a little vision we got a knock on the church door, and it was a pastor in his church board that said, somebody told us about a church for sale in this area. Supernaturally, God sent us a seller. And we got a lot of things going on on this campus, but one thing that we are hoping for and believing God for and praying for is the sale of the North 40 down the hill that God blessed us with. And we are trusting and believing God that his provision is in the land. If God could help us sell 40th and Harrison, God's going to help us sell that north 40 acres. If God helped us sell 720 South Richmond, he is going to help us sell those 40 acres. We have got past victories and supernatural sales of our property. We have got a word from God regarding the sale of this property. And the hand of the Lord is upon this campaign ever since the beginning. And you and I are going to supernaturally see a buyer come by and want those 40 acres, amen, to be our provision in the land. Amen. Let's all stand together.
God's going to give us great victories as a church. He's going to give us great revival. He's going to bless our property. He's going to bless all of the people. He's going to bless every program that we have to offer. He's going to do it because he's given us past victories in all of the operations of this church. And I've also come to tell you tonight, not only us as a church, but you as an individual. I prayed this morning, and I felt like that there were people at the live church. Nobody wants to go and fight the battle that you're up against. It's only up to you. That's a sign to you. You're the one that's going to have to fight it. Maybe your spouse can't fight it. Maybe your children can't fight it. Maybe some of your close friends and your network and your support group can't fight it. And you're the only one with just a little glimpse of bravery and a little bit of confidence. I've come to tell you, if you've got a past victory, you can win it. If the word of God speaks for you in your situation, you can win it. And you better believe God is going to help you and deliver you. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid to take on something big in your life. If God is your partner, make big plans. And if God is your partner, amen, go for it. Stand strong and see the delivering hand of the Lord. I want to hear tonight, amen, if there's anybody that just wants to come down and worship this Lord again and pray to this Lord again and say, God, I want a big win in my life. I need to walk away with a W in 2023. I sure could use a W right now, Lord. God, I've had some great past victories. I wonder if one of those past victories could be a sign and a signal to me, amen, that I could win this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to help you to win. Hallelujah. We're not losers around here, but we're the head and not the tail. Oh, we're not defeated, but we're victorious because God has been made victorious. Hallelujah. Come on. Whatever's defied you and your family, I come against it in the name of the Lord. Whatever has defied this church, I come against it in the name of the Lord. Whatever has spoken against the apostolic church, I come against it in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We shall win. We shall win. We shall win. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Talk back to the enemy right now. Tell it it's going down. Tell it you're taking it down today. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You know you can win. You know you can win. You know you can win, church. Oh, praise his name. Praise his name. Praise his name. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.